Welcome to the Informing Choices mini-pod. As our world becomes ever more uncertain with exponential change, punctuated with ever more disruptive events, enterprise governments and third sector organizations are trying to come to terms with creating resilient and flexible policy and strategy. Given that challenge, what role might foresight play in supporting this work? And particularly, what might the role be of intelligent systems to enhance human capability? To discuss the future of intelligent foresight systems, I'm very pleased to welcome entrepreneur and CEO of Finland-based Fibers Online, Pano Kausa, to the podcast. Pano, tell us a little bit about your focus and your business. Thank you, Steve, and thank you so much for uh, for I- inviting me. Uh, pleasure to be be here. Um, in short, uh, I've been a um, what you might call a practitioner uh, in the fields of strategic planning and foresight for the past and and the last 20, 10 years or so, more and more focused on foresight activities, building up those capabilities, uh, both as a as a consultant first and now indeed as an as an entrepreneur of fibers online and and fibers online just be brief about that is a a cloud-based digital tool for this specific purpose of of continuous and collaborative foresight work both in corporations and and consultancies Excellent. And I've, I've seen uh, some of Fibers at work and uh, I'd, I'd just like to say, you know, what a, what a wonderful tool that it is. And, and I, I particularly like your approach in, in terms of supporting collaborative effort. So one of the things that I'm interested in is, is what are you noticing about how enterprise is exploring foresight? And has there been a bit of a trigger to explore more foresight as a result of the pandemic, do you think? Indeed. Um, <clears throat> well, obviously, like we both know, the, the, the methodologies themselves have been there for decades. And, um, you know, on, in the broader sense of things, I, I'd say it's fair to say that actual use of foresight methodology has not been, well, it's, it's been sort of a limited to, say, deep believers <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and, and certainly not not that widely accepted and, and certainly not systematically practiced in, in the corporate uh, arena. Well, <clears throat> I dare say that even prior to the pandemic, we've seen, uh, overall, we've seen this approach of, of uh, foresight gain more and more acceptance, especially in those top corporations, even you know, research organizations such as Gartner, the, the global Gartner organization quite recently brought um, what they call continuous foresight. They brought this to one of their hype cycles, stating that that indeed uh, foresight is on the rise in in corporations. And certainly, the pandemic has sort of strengthened uh, the this uh, phenomenon. So you know, raising awareness of of scenario planning uh, benefits and 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 so on. Indeed. If we think through then about um, applications such as, as as fibers, how do you think they play into notions of collective intelligence? And I, and I use that phrase because um, a little while ago I went to an event by Nestor and they were talking about in collective intelligence, uh, the mm-hmm. trends and the uses, the deployment of that approach, where we bring technologies like artificial intelligence together with human intelligence to create a better outcome. So, so, you know, what are the kind of roles that you see fibers playing in that that idea? 
I, I think, well, first, e even beyond the scope of fibers itself, I, I think two, two things certainly seem to be happening uh, within enterprises that are seeking to, you know, more uh, work with foresight type of approaches. One is, well, well, the one indeed is is obviously applying smart digital tools for, you know, enhancing those capabilities of, of, of uh, individuals. But the other one is certainly uh, is that the foresight work is going into a into a continuous mode and it's going more into a collaborative, transparent mode, you know, indeed building upon the, that collective intelligence of of all, all individuals in the organization. Now, what a, what a tool such as fibers can do there, you know, just, you know, breaking it down into three overlapping phases or, or parts of the work, um, the, the role of digital tools is perhaps somewhat different in those different phases. One, um, sourcing for input, sourcing for new knowledge that is out there, um, and obviously, uh, tools, digital tools, can automate a big part of, of that. But what they what they can also do, and what we do with fibers as well, is that you can also make it super super easy for the individuals to to actually contribute, and and then you know really building a central via email or whatever streaming manner. So you've got a, a possibility to accumulate knowledge somewhere. That's for the sourcing of inputs. Yeah. Second, there's the sense-making part, right? You, 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 you get a lot, lot of inputs and, and then there's the sense-making part. And again, a purpose-built digital intelligent tool obviously can, the tool won't do the work for you, that's for yes. sure. <laughs> However, if you feel like foresight and, and futures work in analyze masses of inputs, masses of data, but I think the role here should be primarily to assist the human users mm. with the sense making. Uh, uh, I'm, I mean, and 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 perhaps even more importantly, that the tool is such a tool can indeed enable that collective thinking, collective sense making within a given organization, and also within several different specific contexts. You know, in in innovation projects, top level strategic questions, and 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 so on, so on. So it's both. It's it's smart in itself, but it enables that collective work of people. And third, finally, the if you had the sourcing of inputs, you've got the sense making part. Then there's obviously the sharing and using the the new insights where the value ultimately rests, and. Um, I think that the, the biggest value of, of a tool being used here is, is indeed with that, that the data is stored and analyzed. It's always up to date. It's yeah. in real time. It's accessible to all employees, not only for learning about those recent insights and whatnot, but also for fast, say, feedback loops when that data is actually being used somewhere. But uh, ultimately, I, I think it's it's... It's about enablement of that continuous mode of foresight work throughout the organization, which I think is fundamentally important. And, and that certainly can be enhanced uh, by uh, easy to use tools. 
I'm really curious now about um, how the, the sort of the dynamic between the machine element, if you like, and the human element mm -hmm. might change going into the future. I mean, you said just now that the, the system won't do the work, but I have a but. Um, so <laughs> if we look at how technologies like artificial intelligence and machine learning are changing, the ability of machines to make better predictions, then what do you think future system developments we might see and how might they enhance collaborative futures work, even shifting the point at which humans take over from the machines? Fair enough. Well, certainly there's a lot that can still be done. I'll, we'll, we'll probably get you back back to the question whether that's smart to go <laughs> too to far, but that's another thing. Hybrid foresight, referring to, you know, combining the best of human intuition and, and machine uh, capabilities. I think we can certainly, with automation um, and, and smart, for example, language technologies and the, uh, uh, can add a lot more value through automation and automation automated notifications of emerging topics you know automatically picking up uh, alternative uh, new points of view to a given topic that's already been addressed different sets of argumentation white space identification whatever you, you, a lot can be automated a lot can be enhanced another point of view coming to that collaborative element once more what seems to be not yet there too much in use is i think corporations and enterprises could go a, a quite a way of extending those collaborative elements also beyond the scope of their own enterprise you know yep. extending that to uh, be it about sourcing of data be it about sense making but extending such work across their corporate partners, ecosystems, and so on, instead of their, their, their companies alone. And here, once again, I think it's, it's about that interaction between smart, intelligent automation plus the human element of, of, the, of the crowd. So, you know, having spoken there about a, a bit about the automation of, of, of the process, hmm. one of the things that I've thought for a long time is that, is that foresight is increasingly a critical leadership skill. So how, how do you think the evolution of increasingly automated foresight platform, platforms might play a role in developing foresight as one of these critical leadership skills? What role do you see um, for foresight in helping people lead organizations better? Oh, indeed. Oh, that, and and that, that's, a, that's a good point here, like you already can hear and, and, and see me talk. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of a, a strong believer, first of all, on in the human role, uh, even in, in the long run. Obviously, uh, the smart tools can go a, a long way, but, but it is humans who ultimately need to be making the ultimate sense of those foresight inputs relative to their own business, right? Relative to their own business. It's the human, but most importantly, it's the humans who still need to be taking the decisions here regarding their own choices, whatever they may be, 
you know, and and based on uh, on alternative views of the future. And so, so these these all are still human elements, and certainly that learning uh, learning of of uh, of these uh, approaches and possibilities indeed is a, is a critical uh, leadership skill in in that sense. And that said, or to build upon that, I think that indeed the really valuable foresight in organizations is is even primarily based on, on the working processes, human capabilities, corporate cultures, and the tools are still there to support. I know this may sound funny because I'm a, I'm a tools vendor, but still, you know, you, you don't make me a tool believer only by making me a vendor. <laughs> you just I, I understand what you mean. <laughs> now, a, point, a couple of points of view to your question, you know, in specific. They should be not be overlooked. Such these type of online tools then almost by default can act as a platform for learning, right? Learning by doing and learning by the best practices that may already have been applied in the tools or by your colleagues working on the same platform, right? So this is almost by default. Uh, and perhaps another point here, foresight, futures work, uh, related methodologies uh, are also being taught in already in you know many university say strategy classes and and similar and now if and as professors and students also have uh, you know the the possibility to start taking benefit of such tools already on the university uh, you know uh, arena then this will or can result in in enhanced capabilities of, of the students, and again, a higher readiness to apply you know, even more developed tools and methodologies once they once the students actually reach key positions in, 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 in the corporate world. So at least those points of view are, are relevant here, I think. The, the last question I've got it involved me actually taking, taking you back one step, because uh, I've been thinking about when you, when you mentioned ecosystems and the way that mm -hmm. Um, uh, the intelligent foresight platforms may play a big role in, in, in ecosystems and understanding our place in our particular organization within a broader ecosystem. Is that one of the big advantages you see in the future as these platforms develop that through the use of, I suppose, what we used to call big data, we now have increasingly sophisticated ways of understanding that data to help humans make sense of it? First, Obviously, online digital tools enable the work of distributed teams, right? Yep. Which is crucial. It, not only because of the pandemic, but you know, well beyond. We all know this. You know, global teams distributed wherever they are. Then, well, I, I suppose this is a there. Are, it's a it's a multifaceted question here, but certainly first, let, let me try and. Put this into a context of a, of a simple example. Going further, we could, you know, even automate the creation, the writing of alternative future scenarios. We 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 know there there are you know really advanced uh, language technologies that and in in this setting because they don't even need to be fact based to a full degree because we're talking about you know. Uh, you know, potential futures, we, we could, for example, automate this, right? Then two things here. 
from from an ecosystem point of view i find it interesting first of all that we could have a collaborative approach a discussion on what do you make of these alternative futures for yourself how do how do the different parts of the ecosystem today see the potential futures de development second well, this is perhaps a, a necessarily require an ecosystem, but you know, you know, once more getting back to that automation part as well, future scenarios, alternative future scenarios uh, already written out. What, what we could be doing is also for, to a degree automating, if there are such um, the tracking of short-term signposts and other indicators that might prove you know, might help us to evaluate the, the likelihood of a given of, you know, future scenario in the long run. And, you know, whether you regard this valuable in, inside a given organization or a collaborative arena such as, I mean, a broader broader arena such as, such as an ecosystem, then I, I, I suppose it ultimately gets back to where it always get, gets back to which parts of such insights you deem confidential by nature, strategic in, by nature, and which parts you'd, you'd like to share with, with your uh, partners. Pano, that's been absolutely wonderful. That's, um, I think you've articulated some really interesting perspectives that, that starts to humanize the idea of automating elements of the foresight process. And for me, there are, there are two really big take homes there. You know, one was the idea of foresight and learning by doing, which um, I, I absolutely adhere to those thoughts. And the other is the notion of hybrid foresight, bringing human ingenuity and smart machines together to create a better piece of foresight work. Uh, Panu, thank you so much for your time. How can people get hold of you and connect with you and find out more about Fibers? Well, two things. First, uh, my name is quite unique. If you can find me, Panu Kause, it's always me. No, nobody else. <laughs> Second, obviously, all my contacts are available at the company uh, website, www.fibersonline.com. And Fibers is F-I-B-R-E-S, fibersonline.com. Panu, thank you once again for your time. Uh, that's been absolutely wonderful. Have a great day. Thank you, Steve. You too. And thank you, everyone, for listening.